Today's show is pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better act. Hat on, hat on, suit on, suit on. Looking like the captain's dog. Giving a microphone. Just like a million bucks. Bumping things in his cup. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey. Oh, yeah. Everybody out there listening to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. show will a good morning everybody you are listening to the voice come on dig me now one and only steve harvey oh yeah man got a radio show do you understand that i'm telling you god been big in my life i'm not gonna kid you i'm telling you and he'll do the same thing for you god god is a gentleman you know i want to i want to point that out to you god is an absolute gentleman he will not come in unless he's invited. He don't just barge into your life. He gives us the power of choice. You know, if you say you got it, I don't need you, he lets you have it. If you say, I need you, come see about me, he right there. It's just a real simple thing, man. So I always say to people this, if you've gotten yourself into something, and please know I have, I, I I was stuck. I thought a couple of times, well, might not make it past this one. But then if I don't make it past it, what's going to happen? And then I held on to this little thing that my mother kept talking to me about. She said, sometimes, son, when you ain't, ain't got nothing else in you, just hope. She said, just hope it'll be all right. You know, and what I've learned in my life is that hope is the beginning of faith. Hope is just, is there a possibility out there for me? I sure hope something happened. See, uh, hope hope is okay, man. Because like I say, for me, the way I've lived my life, hope was the beginning of faith. It was just the idea. It's just the thought that something could change for me. 
that something could be a little bit different from it. That maybe, man, just maybe for some reason, I could be saved. I could be rescued. Things could turn around. It could head in the other direction. Maybe I could quit messing up. Maybe somebody will forgive me. Maybe somebody will just say, all right, I don't know. But I can't count the times I've been in that position. But then once I hope a little bit, and then I remember also my mother because she was a Sunday school teacher. She taught me the most valuable lesson I've ever learned in my life. Nothing has been greater in my life than my faith. She taught me to pray. Mama used to say, when it get real dark for you, son, prayer changes things. She said, when you seem like you lost and you can't find your way, stop and pray. She said, because prayer changes things. You know, when you get a point in your life when you've done all you can do and you can't do no more and you just don't know what to do next, she said, stop, son, pray. And combine that prayer with that hope that you got. She said, because that hope is the beginning of faith. She said, if you pray just hoping, She's saying if God come through for you, that'll give you confidence that he can do it again. And then after a while, you quit hoping. She's saying you start believing. She's saying that's when you're on to something. If you can turn that hope into belief, that hope into faith, the ability to believe in something that you can't see. But the key, though, to faith is you're believing in something that you can't see. See, hoping a little bit different for me. Now, I'm pretty sure, like I say oftentimes, I tell a lot of people who can explain this thing a lot better than I can to you. But just from my side of it, being as real as I can be, be with you, see, hope helps, man. If you ain't strong enough to have faith, have hope. And then if you pray with some hope and God answers your prayer, then that hope gains a little confidence. And after a while, that confidence becomes faith. Now it ain't just hoping, but I'm believing. I'm believing in something that I cannot see. Faith has been the key to my entire existence, even when I didn't have any. It was faith as I look back on it that has gotten me here. And not just faith, but my faith. See, you will only get to where you're going in your life based on your faith. See, a lot of people get the word faith confused. Like, what's your faith? Uh, and then they start going down this whole list of all these different religions out here. But really, in essence, man, when I talk to people about faith, I'm talking to you about your, your belief. How much do you believe in the unseen? How much do you believe in the things you can't see? How much do you believe in the impossible? How much do you believe? See, because faith is the belief in things that you cannot see. Faith is the core of all that is happening to me today. It is the faith that I have in my relationship with God that enables me to just oftentimes, if I stay on the right course and believe a certain way, and act a certain way, his blessings just pour. They just come. And it comes in a lot of little ways, too, I've started to notice. See, it ain't just, a lot of people think blessings is money. Uh, No, man, that ain't it. It's coverage. 
It's every time my plane lands safe. It's every time they predict bad weather and I get up in the sky and it don't be no bad weather. You know, this, this is favor. These are blessings that get poured out to me. Somebody call me and offer me something. Not money, but an opportunity. You know, some somebody say, hey, man, I don't know, but I sent this to you. I thought you might be interested in it. Somebody will send me a scripture or somebody will send me something. That's favor. And it always comes at a time when I need it the most. That's favor. That's pouring out blessings. Now, I'm also the recipient of a lot of other blessings, too. You know, I, I've been blessed with health. That's amazing blessing, man. I've been blessed with a spirit of not quitting. I've been blessed with the ability to shoulder huge amounts of responsibility. See, blessings come a lot of ways. But once you tie in to God, once you tie in and you start doing the best you can do and you start asking for him to make you a better person, to help shape and mold you into the kind of man or person that he wants you to be, You'd be amazed what God can do with you, man, if you just invite him in and allow him to be a part of your life. I mean, what you got to lose out there? Come on. If you're sitting in the cell this morning, why why would you not change? You have a chance to turn your life around with a relationship with God. What you waiting on? Are you going to just keep doing it like that, huh? Really? Come on, man. Why would you do that to yourself? Why would you not allow God to be a part of your life? so you can get to where he wants you to be. God got some big plans for you. If he didn't, you wouldn't keep waking up. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, the time has arrived for the beginning of a new day, a new week, a new show. So ain't no need of holding it off because it is upon us as we speak. The time we are talking about is called Rat Now. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Harvey Morning Show about to pop off Rat Now. Shirley Strawberry. Good morning, Rat Now. Is that right? Yeah. I got it right. That's close. Right You're now. not going to get it right. You're too yeah, bougie. I got it. Junior. Rat Now. Morning. Carla Pharrell. Rat Now. How about that one? <laughs> Nephew Tommy. Rat. R-E-T-T, Rhett. All right, now, Shirley, yeah. let's try it again. Okay, good morning, Rhett, now. I mean, okay. You drug <laughs> it out time. too. This is it. Try okay, it. let me think. This is, I feel R- like Tommy with his W's right now. <laughs> good, mor- <laughs> good morning, right the- r- now. Hi. Wow. Shirley, there's Hi. no G in it. There's no Hi. G, Shirley. There's no G. Rhett, now. Like R-A-T, like rat? Yeah. Okay, try oh, okay. that if that'll help. Okay, That's yeah, what that helps for. my mind. It does. Okay, good morning, rat. Now there you go. Took too big of a pause. What? I mean, that's all you gonna. That's the best. You <laughs> yeah, I think it is. Well, Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, let's try. It. You know, the bougie like person Shirley. on the show. <laughs> it's hard to work with bougie people. It really is. Man. <laughs> Whatever. Man. I'm so glad God gave me the career He gave me because I would not have made it in corporate America. It just ain't no way. Man, I've been sitting up in the meetings, man. Because when I worked, for, I was sold insurance, man. We used to be in meetings. Oh, I'd yeah. just be sitting there. My head just be to the side. Why? Why? What are you talking about? 
I don't care about this. <laughs> uh, we're going to go over the company results for the quarter. Uh-huh. It, it ain't my company. Uh-uh. <laughs> Dog, so, you so wasting your time. you was working in corporate, you was difficult then too? Huh? Dog, it didn't, that didn't make no difference to me, man, what, what the company did for the quarter, man. Where's my damn check? I know. I, hate, I did hate meetings like that, though. Man, yeah. I, I sold this much insurance, man. Can I have my money? How, how much do I get? Yeah. <laughs> that's all you were cared about. You're that's funny, all you Steve. wanted to know. <laughs> man, I don't care how well the company doing. What my check, man? <laughs> He's saying ain't my company. <laughs> Sitting a bit talking, and dog, this this ain't even my life. Uh, <laughs> is that when you turned the table over or something? Oh yeah, that's that wasn't gonna what? work. I had huh. sold. I had man. I had ordered a seventy-eight cutlass. Uh huh. <laughs> my commission was going. I was going be able to get that cutlass. Yeah. I went to the people's it. house three times. A lady said, this is great. I just want you to meet my husband. I explained that to this white dude. He said, yeah, it's great. We're not going to get it. <laughs> and I had bought the white steering wheel wrap for my cutlass. That's all I had the money for. He said, no. we're not going to get it and made Wire me understood. Rabbit. I stood up at that kitchen table and turned that little table over. <laughs> I got to work the next day. Everybody was fired. looking at me when I walked in. Gone. <laughs> You're fired. Yeah. So fired. Aw, you had to give your cutlass back. Coming up in 30 minutes after <laughs> the hour, ask the CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time. Anything else anybody wanted to say about their weekend? Because <laughs> Now nah, we ready. It's time to ask the CLO. (laughs) All right. This one is from uh, Dashala. Uh, She listens on our podcast. She says, I have three children and my husband told me he wants me to get back to the sexy woman that he married. With three children under 10, there's no time to be sexy. I usually throw on a wig or a hat when I leave the house. My husband hates that I love wearing sweats and shirt dresses because the clothes cover up my great figure. I couldn't care less. I had finally had enough of his criticism, so I lit into him and it started a big argument. He said he was only telling me that for my own good. I feel like he's out of line, but should I consider his opinion? Am I being too defensive? Well, I think he could have approached it maybe a little bit differently. I think he has every right to want more from you, but then you have every right to not be able to give more. You didn't gave three children. I mean, damn, that's a big... To have three children is a lot. I just don't think the average man knows what that is, how taxing it is. And then... To be a real mother is to care about every aspect of the child's life, which men don't. Sorry, but we don't. Amen. And so, yeah, I want you to get back to that little sexy being you was. Well, then he got to start helping out. That's right. That's you know, right. you you got to get somebody in here that can clean and somebody in here that can cook. That'll free up a lot of time. Then you need somebody in here to help with this damn homework. That'll free up some more time. Then you need somebody to take them to all these little games and practice and after school's activities. <laughs> See, then she have time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's three mm-hmm. kids under 10. So you should consider what he's doing, but you got to explain to him what all you do. Mm-hmm. And if he don't get that, then you should have him take over the duties that you're doing, all of them, so he mm-hmm. can get a glimpse of it. Yep. Great answer. I love that answer. 
Uh, oh. And it's, yeah, it's all in your delivery sometimes. Oh, all right. Oh. Frida in DC says, I'm a 34-year-old single woman, and I'm attracted to a man that is a little overweight. We hang out together and flirt, but when he talks about us dating, I get scared because of his weight and what people might say. I like bigger men, but my mother and my sister are very judgmental. Uh, I would have to be, I, I would hate to be embarrassed on a date if someone stares at us or makes a rude comment. Should I follow my heart even if I have doubts about this guy? Yeah, you hmm. should follow your heart, but let me ask you a question though. How big is his ass? See, I knew it. See, I knew you know, it. Because you're talking about people looking at you embarrassed. She's a little overweight. Uh, well, but she says she like bigger men. How much yeah. bigger we talking? And But really, if that's what you like, mm-hmm. then to heck with your mama and your sister. Yeah, He might be a great guy, treat you really, really wonderful. But now it's going to be something come with the weight now. Like what? Like you a know, lot of cooking? Like you know, like you got to think about you know, sleeping and you know waking up and you know rolling over and then you know like he be laying there and then you fall in that crease and then he forget you there and he roll over and your ass is smothered. It's a lot of stuff right here. And then Don't sweat some snoring in his weight. Yeah, you know them big people Skinny got people the snores. Snore. Skinny people snore too, but when you got that weight on you, you really gonna snore. You know so. I, but I if I was you, I'd guy. go on and date yeah. the guy. He I might be a great you. guy. You can get him to lose weight. You can get a man to lose weight. You can't turn a, a, a nothing dude into a great guy, though. So if you got a great guy, help him with the flaw. That's, you know? that, that's a great yeah. point. You should say that again. Well, I mean, it's real simple. You can take a guy with a flaw. You can help him with his flaw. You mm-hmm. can't turn a nothing guy into a great man, but yeah. you can take a great man with a flaw and help him with the flaw. You can get him to eat right. Tell him you love him more. Why don't you put the proposal to him? Why don't you say, hey, look, I'd love to consider taking this, but I really want you to be healthy because mm-hmm. I don't want to fall in love with a man that's not going to be here. So let's start dating, but I want you to actively work on eating better because I want to be healthy. I want to live a long life. If you present that to a man, he'll go, whoa, wait a minute. I get this chick if I just start eating uh, baked chicken instead of fried chicken? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because she says she's attracted to him. Yeah, he's just a big sexy right now. Red big old. And that's a direct <laughs> obvious from 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 little sexy. She did not say <laughs> all of that. He a red big old. How did you get? you get all of that out of a little overweight? <laughs> that's no, a she worried about what man. people gonna say when they see see him with each other. That's what it is. That's embarrassing. That's 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 embarrassment fact. Mm. <laughs> There's no such thing, is there? Yeah, it is. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> all right, we're moving on. Did you say all you needed to say? He's yeah, a little overweight. Yeah. All right. Great big old man. <laughs> you know, my mother used to say that. <laughs> James in a small town, that's it, just in a small town, says, I'm a 27-year-old man, and I had an ugly breakup with a woman I dated for three years. I cheated on her a few times, and she broke up with me. Since then, she's told everybody that I'm terrible in the bedroom, and I'm the tiniest man she's ever been with. 
God. I feel like every girl Damn. has heard the rumor, and I know for sure all of my boys have. My uncle said when he was young, one of his friends was called Tiny because his wife told everyone in town that he was Tiny. Uh, how can I stop this before it gets worse? Yeah, yeah you got to move, dog. You got to leave town. Another small town. Yeah, you're not finna fix that. You need to get up into a big city. You need to go from small (laughs) town to big city. (laughs) Your reputation is gone. You ain't ever getting it back. You ain't ever getting it back. The only way you can get it back, you ain't you ain't gonna be able to do that. That's what he gets for cheating. Uh, You got to release photos online. Photoshop edited photos of yourself, you know. Biker shorts with big prints in it. That's what you're going to have to do. You got to move to Atlanta, homie. (laughs) All right, CLO, thank you so much. Great as usual. Coming up next, Church Complaints with Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Ms. Anna standing by with today's national news, plus in entertainment news, uh, Carlos Music News. And did you guys check out the multi-part series Genius Aretha starring Cynthia Erivo? Well, we'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. And we'll also have today's entertainment news. But right now, it's Monday and it's time for Church Complaints with Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam in the building. God, you go again. Monday morning mm-hmm. brings about a vividness mm. of oh. virtuosity. Yes, it does. And complaints. Amen. Oh. We <laughs> gather uh, in a most gregarious way yes. to perpetuate mm. uh, some of the things that are being. Uh, Abstinence here mm. at the Absolutely. jackpot joint of a room of oh jackpot joint of Jerusalem. Here is the uh, bipartisans of what? essence of complaints that is bringing them now. None other than the barbiturate himself. What? I don't like. I don't, I don't Did you like that. Say that? I don't the like that. Barbiturate himself. <laughs> okay, I Deacon see what you're trying Jeff to do Jim. now. I see what you're trying to do. <laughs> don't hate on his Man. vocabulary, Deacon. <laughs> but you, you, you saw what he was doing. It's the play on what he. Uh-huh. I, it's strong. Yeah. His vocabulary is strong. Let's Amen. get down Amen. to it because a lot of these uh, complaints this morning. Uh, that have been sent in are about you. Um, yes, as usual. <laughs> it's come to our attention that your church has got a big stimulus check. What do you plan on doing with it? Well, we're going to stimulate the okay. church with it. Yeah. Okay. What, what, does, what, is, what, what, what does that mean? Well, we're tired of looking like the poorest church in the city. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start by parking a new vehicle in front of the church. And where would that Amen. new vehicle Amen. be coming from? Didn't I just did tell it? you that you was getting a large stimulus check for the church? For the church. The right. church is going to purchase a new vehicle. So it'll start with the outward appearance that we got more going on inside than actually is. And who would be driving this car? Uh, I will. 
Uh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Amen, Pastor. Oh, Amen God. again. Preach, That's Preach. for starters with the stimulus <laughs> check. Buying a car with the church money. And then if there's any money left, we're going to buy at least half the choir new robes. New robes. Half. half. Everybody ain't going to get one. They, they, well, we they, gonna they, have they, half a choir well, with robes on, and the other half ain't gonna have none. Of them. That's what you say. Well, what? Well, well, hell, they half singing. So. <laughs> <laughs> you wrong for that? Let's uh, uh, <laughs> move along here. Uh, we also found out that you have been uh, having after-hour parties Ooh. while the church has been closed. We need That's to know it. that we also found out that you was also charging at admission. How much money have you made with these after-hour parties? I have been opening up the church for after-hour sessions with a cover charge, and all the money is going towards the building fund. Oh, oh so Amen. really? Amen. Okay. That's the, you, you're not gonna be able to look me in my face and think I'm gonna believe that. Now you're trying to tell me. You didn't. You didn't got this money. You've been mm-hmm. making this money. Didn't nobody know you was doing this? And mm-hmm. what do you mean sessions? What is a session? What's an it's after not hour session? parties. Mm-hmm. I'm doing after hour counseling for wayward and bereaved people who <laughs> are people don't there, they, who they, don't uh, come to church. No, they say it's music blasting and people are partying in there. You got to get them in here some kind of way. <laughs> Now, the church is for the sick, and the best way to get sick people is have a club. Mm. You might not be seeking him, but he sure is looking for you. Mm. Mm. Preach Mm. on now. (laughs) Next deacon. You had to amen yourself. Yourself. Oh, y'all, yes, sir. (laughs) Oh. Uh, They want you to talk to uh, Sister Tanya Giles. Now, the lady, Sister Tanya just had a set of twins about two weeks ago. We want to congratulate her. But I guess due to the situation that we was, we are in, she named these twins Covidine and Vaccinine. And no. you really need to talk to her. <laughs> Covidine and Vaccine and Vaccinine and, and and it's just bad pastor. We want you to talk. Maybe we we'll gonna these leave babies. these babies' names or uh, as they is. Uh women have found various levels of inspiration when they have children. Uh, that's the birth of uh, Lexus, Mercedes, or uh, Sister Geraldine, Lexus, and Mercedes, because she always wanted a high-end automobile and didn't get it, but she got the two children. So that's wow. what the inspiration was. So COVIDine and good. vaccine is going to have to stay. Uh, uh, Brother that- Patterson had two boys last week, and he named one of them Pfizer, and the other one, Moderna. Yeah. So it's all. So it's here, Pastor. It's, it is what it is now. Yeah. You know. All right, Pastor. I'm not going to. There's another you on that one lady that had another church uh, had a boy and girl twins, and one of them is named Venta, and the other one was Later. Okay. Venta and Later. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. For that. <laughs> All right, um, brother Leonard Davis. He needs our help. <clears throat> he uh, he dyed his beard and then he put his mask on too early. Now the mask is one stuck other to the thing. Bed. Uh, I had one other set of twins that was born. And who is uh, this? 
they are not identical either. And it's just names is going crazy. There's a set of twins in uh, Brunswick, Georgia, and their names is uh, Pandemic and Quarantine. Okay. <laughs> How did I know that one? <laughs> Pandemic <laughs> and Quarantine. Set of twins. Pandemic <laughs> and Quarantine. Now, these are uh, male or female uh, babies. I didn't know, but they're not identical. So <laughs> they names P didn't Q. have to rhyme. <laughs> P and yeah. Q. P and Q. You're like, that's always been saying, always mind your P's and Q's. Yes. Uh. Hey, man, who are you it preaching that? <laughs> Dropping knowledge. Yes, sir. All right, let me know what you want to do with our brother. Like I said, Brother Leonard Davis dyed his beard and got his mask stuck on it, and now it won't come off. And he is he can't eat nothing or nothing because the mask is stuck to his face. So how do you want to help this man? Well, uh... That's terrible. That could also be a good lesson for one of our letters that we had on the CLO. She's dating a heavyset man, and she's embarrassed by him. <laughs> Maybe if she put a mask on his face, his fat ass could trim up. That's a good weight loss program, and especially if you put the mask on with Gorilla Glue. <laughs> Well, thank you, <laughs> Pastor. Well, thank you. Those churches complain. Go red. Coming up at the top of the hour, Hot. entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, first, Carla. Um, Carla's in here with today's music news. I'm so excited about this. Go ahead, Carla. All right, drum roll, please, Dave. Steve Harvey, the next versus battle is set. Uh Earth, wind, and fire. (laughs) What? Look at his face. Uh Versus Uh the Isley Brothers on Easter Sunday, April 4th. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) What? Yes. Pull yourself together. That's gonna you be a good one now. to be lying. No. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> what? Earth, Wind, and Fire versus the Isley Brothers. April 4th, Easter Sunday. Child. Are you the first person this I is, thought about? <laughs> this the, is only the second battle that I didn't even gave a damn about. <laughs> Gladys and Patty killed yeah. it, uh-huh. crushed it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Did you say yes. you heard me. Earth, Wind, and Fire Yes, sir. versus the damn Isley Brothers? I did. I said that. Yeah. April 4th. You talking about the Isley Brothers that has 23 <laughs> Platinum albums. The very one. <laughs> you talking about one. that damn living legend himself, Ronald Osley. Mm. Yes, sir. Who mm. was a personal friend of mine. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Against the greatest damn group ever formed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the elements of yes. the universe. Earth, yes, wind, and fire. I, I know about what? What? How do you think the battle ought to go? <laughs> Shirley, name, yeah. name, name, name a song by any of them, and I'm going to tell you what they're going to come back with. Uh, let's 
let's see. Um, okay, Between the Sheets, Isley Brothers. Between the mm. Sheets. Uh-huh. Love's Holiday. Oh. Okay. okay. Footsteps All in right. the Dark. Footsteps in the Dark. Can't hide love. <laughs> Woo! Okay. Uh, <laughs> make me say it again, girl. Yeah. Come on, Shirley, let's go. Make me one. say it again, girl. <laughs> Reasons. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Uh, I mean, okay. right they there. They ass is battling. Yeah, yes. That, that's the battle <laughs> yes. right there. That is Pick the up battle. the pace a little bit. What you want? Okay, groove tonight. Let's groove tonight. Earth, wind, and fire. I want to groove. No, let's groove tonight. No, that's earth, wind, and fire. Yeah, it said that's earth, what wind, she and said. fire. Oh, I thought you was talking about the Isaac Brothers. I want to groove <laughs> with <laughs> you. September, <laughs> earth, wind, and fire. Sept- Fight the power. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, okay. It's, this it's, battle yeah. is going to be ugly. Yeah. There will be no winner in this versus. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, that's really shocking. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Because the Asley Brothers hits. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to be able to shut them down. Who's that lady? <laughs> Fine lady. They got they, yeah. It's a good. I, I'm going to just be on it. I'm I'm going to the verses. Where is that? <laughs> <laughs> I ought to fly in for that be sitting there. <laughs> with one of my old ass suits on. I'm going to go in there and be dressed like uh, 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 Bruno Mars and uh, Anderson Pack. Well, uh, uh, we do have to go to Miss Ann. Ladies right and now. gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. <laughs> I want to watch that one too. Good morning, everybody. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Thousands of people demonstrated against anti Asian violence over the weekend in cities across the country. There are also some black and Asian anti racism rallies in several cities, including New York City. Meanwhile, FBI Director Chris Ray says that from where he sits, it doesn't seem like the killings of eight people in three Atlanta area massage parlors were racially motivated, even though. All but two of the victims were Asian women, and another victim was Hispanic. However, Illinois Democratic Senator Tammy Duckworth, one of the only two Asian members in the Congress, says on CBS's Face the Nation, she sees things differently. It looks racially motivated to me. I have actually sent a letter to Director Ray and to um, Attorney General Garland asking for a deeper investigation into crimes that involve Asian Americans to see how many crimes have actually been underreported as hate crimes. And U.S. Attorney Merrick Garland says his office is looking into that. Miami Beach remains under a state of emergency as authorities say that spring break crowds have been cramming the beaches, trashing some restaurant property, and in violation of the Miami Beach's emergency 8 p.m. to 6 p.m. 6 a.m. curfew. All this on the heels of the state of Florida's decision to lift all COVID-19 restrictions, including mask wearing. City officials have been urging tourists and hotel guests to stay indoors, especially in the evening. However, the Miami-Dade Black Affairs Advisory Committee has pointed to what they say has been an unnecessary overuse of force against people of color down there, cops using a SWAT truck and pepper balls and sound cannons instead of employing simple crowd control techniques. In fact, 1,000 people have been arrested in Miami Beach for disorderly conduct. The Chicago suburb of Evanston, Illinois, 
about to become the first USC to offer pay reparations to black residents whose families suffered lasting damages due to decades of racial discriminatory practices in Evanston, from home ownership to business ownership. The Evanston City Council already committed to $10 million to the effort to vote later on today to begin doling out $400,000 in payments. And finally, some new research looks a little kooky when you first hear it. So here goes. Researchers say that if you sleep easier... You will sleep easier, and this is the crazy part, if you worry about caffeine keeping you up. I don't know. The guy sounds pretty drowsy there. According to a new study, regular caffeine consumption does not actually disrupt sleep, uh, but consuming caffeine even for a short period of time can actually change the volume of cognitive gray matter. All this stuff means that you might actually go to uh, sleep. Now back to the Steve Harvey Mornings. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I've been waiting. It's been more than a week or so. Our resident poet is back with a brand new poem. It is springtime. Let us have it, Junior. What you got? It is the first day of spring. Sure, you're Uh absolutely right. I wrote a poem about spring. Yes. But uh, but, uh, before we get to the poem, I would like to wish Jantity Brown a happy birthday. He's not here today. Happy birthday. Happy yeah, birthday, Jay. Jay Anthony but, uh, Brown. We love just you. want to say happy birthday, Jay. I'm thinking about it. Thank you for being my writing partner. I appreciate you, Jay, and I love you. And uh, this poem here is first day of spring. So Birthday about, about 79. It. Jay is, is damn near out of here. No. Oh. <laughs> He's okay. a year older. <laughs> That's all I can think of. But, um, you know, Shirley, it is the first day of spring. Mm-hmm. So I wrote a poem, and it's called First Day of Spring. Oh, wow. genius. That's what I got. Wow. Yeah. Oh, right. Thank you. Junior. Junior. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, surely. It be deep. It, co- it, come at, it come and go. It come and go. Yeah. So you got to get it. So here it go. First day of spring. <clears throat> it's the first day of spring. Ringy ding ding. <laughs> Time to go outside and hear the robin sing with your mask on. Plant some flowers. Go to the lake. But whatever you do, keep your mask on. For goodness sake. It's time for short sleeves and dresses and fat biker vests because that's going to come out in the spring. So the first day of spring, ring-a-ding-ding, go outside, hit a robin scene with your mask on. The end. Got it. Nailed what? It. Killed it. The end. Wow. wow. Got it. Spring wow. is here, baby. Wow. I'm talking I'm speechless. about. Don't. I'm talking about making the announcement. Spring here. Got it. I'm Did speechless. That. What? Did you hear the ring of ding ding? Threw that in there. Just let you know. Because that rhymed with yeah. spring. Yeah, that's because it rhymed with spring, like Carla. That's the only reason why I put it in there, because it rhymed with spring. Ring of uh, ding ding. Uh, did, did it just like that. What? Well, I, I'm not a critic, me. Junior, of your poetry normally, mm. but what was the fat biker vest? I didn't Yeah, I, I think about it, because you know, you had to think about people dressing up, you know, short sleeves and dresses and uh-huh. fat biker vests, because you're going to see a lot of that this summer. Vestes, yeah, you will see a lot of that. It's spring. Yeah, fat, fat biker vests. You know, like the vests, they don't fit Vestes. on the bikers. Vests so is that. more than one. Okay, Vests is, but it's going to be a lot of You're talking about the motorcycle riders. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fat biker vests. Yeah, it's just Yeah, yeah, you talking about. Uh uh-uh, uh, there's more than one, Shirley. Everybody has. Let's put the S's on it. Fat Michael Vessis. You couldn't even say it right now. You couldn't get out in the way I Do y'all have vests in here? <laughs> because you want to make sure they have a variety. Variety. You don't go in the store and say, Do you have vests? No. Yes, you now, do. just one. No. I want to see the vests. Hey, where the vests? Y'all got the vestices? That's the worst one on this show, but Carla. Everyone. Got it. Carla. How long you been poeting, man? 
about, 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 about mm. six months now, time since pandemic started. About almost okay. a year. All right. Well, uh, thank you, Junior. Um, Ring a ding ding. Got it. <laughs> Coming up in 34 <laughs> minutes after the hour. Anita Baker uh, is in the news. She's asking her fans not to buy her music, and we'll tell you why right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, there's a lot of trending music news today. Uh, did you guys hear that Anita Baker has asked her fans not to buy her music? Uh, because she's in a battle with her record company for her masters, okay? Anita has posted a number of tweets stating that uh, she has outlived her contract and that her masters, uh, those are the ones that she rightfully owns, are not in her possession. According to Yahoo.com, music experts are saying that Anita Baker is refer- referencing the copyright reversion, which allows musicians to retain their copyrights after 35 years. But some say that law doesn't mean that reversion is immediate or automatic. Well, Anita Baker is 63 years old, and she says the time is up. Until she regains those copyrights, she is asking her fans to avoid buying these albums. Listen carefully. The Songstress, Rapture, and Compositions. Uh, Those albums include songs like, and these were hits, Sweet Love, Caught Up in the Rapture, and Giving You the Best That I Got, all of which Anita Baker co-wrote. Okay? Ooh, Yeah. All the jams, yeah. (laughs) All the fire jams. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. What? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm Uh-oh. Yeah. Look back on all the stuff. Anita, boo. Oh, yes. So, you know, and I, I mean, must if you, have you been blind just to think I find someone new. Sing it, that yeah. could love me. What? Look at his lips, though. <laughs> when he goes so down so deep. <laughs> Girl, Ooh. need a baker ass. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, who who would some... who 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 could battle Nita? It had to be Anita Baker versus Sade. Sade, Sade, Sade got hits. Oh, yeah, Anita got they hits. Both they do. both do. They both yeah. do. Oh, man, you talking about somebody that would pass out me? Sade, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh lord, Anita. All right, well. So, so please, you know, don't go, don't buy those until, you know, she resolves this issue with her record company. Now, on a whole nother note, Steve, um, Anita Baker agrees with you and posted on Twitter that she, um, that the uh, Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack song, uh, Leave the Door Open, that is an old school love song. Same thing you said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dog. Everybody's feeling that song, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, if you would listen to the Dales. Door to your heart uh-huh. to swing open. <laughs> You're so that I, 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 <laughs> he always closes his eyes. Come on, he's like he's performing right now. <laughs> <laughs> Where you be please, in your mind, man? Where you post be at? this. We have to post this. <laughs> Steve, come on. Get it together. Finish yeah. singing. We can do all do you know the song? Yes. Door from to your you. Heart. I, I know it I from you. From the because Dales, you sing it On a so cover. 
on the shade. In the basement. <laughs> in the dark. Oh. Anywhere. See if there's a place for me in your heart. Don't pass out in, <laughs> in a cupboard. Come on, see. On a shelf. <laughs> Why? In the basement. Yeah. In the hall. Look at this food. Look at this food. <laughs> on a hook. Look, look at his hand. Yeah. Behind the door. <laughs> oh, his hand is like the door. Look. In the basement. Uh-huh. On the floor. <laughs> Out, Wait, Steve, sing us out. <laughs> oh, that boy want to sing. Frank, so phone call up next. Sing us out, Steve. I <laughs> love me, baby. <laughs> he did not slide oh. away from the mic in his chair. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, am I in an open relationship? Mm. Hmm. We'll mm. Find, it, find out in a little bit. Um, but right, not right now. Right now, it's the nephew's turn. He's here with the prank phone call. What you got, Neff, for us? No today? hair weaves. Oh. No please. hair weaves. <laughs> okay. Just saying, oh. no hair weaves. Okay. Let's go, kid, though. Hello. Uh, hello. I'm trying to reach Risa, please. Risa. This is she. Hi, Risa. My name is Byron. Byron from the job. How are you? I'm okay. How are you, Byron? I'm good. Listen, I hate to call you uh, after hours at your home, but there has been some uh, new issues that will be going into effect as of tomorrow morning, and we're calling everyone, letting them know the new changes that have been um, issued that will take effect first thing tomorrow morning. So we're giving everyone a call. So don't be alarmed. It's just. Uh, Give me a call letting you know what the uh, what the higher-ups have changed, okay? Okay, there's no problem. i got a few minutes to listen. Okay. As of tomorrow, what's going to happen is when you guys come in, you'll be issued a new key card, and that particular card will actually uh, register when you come in and go out, okay? Okay. All right. Second one is there will no longer be any personal Internet at the job any longer. You won't be able – they're actually putting a block on all computers. All the computers will no longer be able to go to – a lot of these sites that you guys go to that you've been um, that's been available here in the past. Okay. Okay. All right. The last one is uh, Risa. Do you um, do you wear a hair weave? What? Do you wear a hair weave or a wig? Yes. Okay. Well, here's one thing, uh, and hopefully you can get this changed by tomorrow. There's no weaves or hair or, or wigs going to be allowed. Uh, at the job site from this point on. So as of tomorrow morning, everyone must be wearing their natural hair. You're joking. Uh, no, these are the uh, issues that are going to be, that are instated, and these are going to take effect as of tomorrow morning, 7 o'clock. What does hair weave to have to do with any of these changes? The first two I can understand, punching in and being on the Internet, yes, that's something that, that corporate, but hair weave and wigs? You're getting into changing people's appearance. They're looking down upon it. Uh, Wigs and hair weaves, they have to go. So I'm assuming that if you, like you said, you do have one, 
I suggest uh, it doesn't come out very easily. Start taking it down now and prepare your hair to be natural as you come into work tomorrow. I'm not taking my hair down. I've been here seven years and I've dealt with all the changes that y'all have made, but there's no way that I'm taking my hair weave down. I'm sorry. What's your name, Byron? Uh, yes, my name is Byron. And um, I'm sorry. Let's get back to your weave. This has you're gonna have to do something. Is there someone that you can? Call tonight to help you get your hair down, and so you can look presentable with your natural hair tomorrow. No, my weave costs over two, three hundred dollars, and I'm not about to take that down. I mean, it takes a long time to take that down. Okay, uh, I mean, is this something maybe you can take it down and just wear it on the weekends? Because as of now, you're not going to be allowed to actually wear it uh, on the property. And how will you know if someone has weave or not? Are you going to do head checks or something? There's some. Uh, Okay, I'm, uh, ma'am, I'm not quite sure what they're going to do to check it, but by you telling me that you you have a weave, then I have to write it down that you have confirmed that you do, and we got to make sure that tomorrow morning you're not wearing one. But you don't know what my natural hair looks like from my weave. Uh, you heard how much I pay for it, so it's a good weave. Ma'am, it's not about how good, you know, the quality of your weave or anything. They don't want it. They want natural hair. I don't know what that means, but they're going natural. They're going green. They're going natural. I don't know what it is. They're going natural, and so are you. Tomorrow morning, you need to come in with your hair completely down, okay? I won't do it. I'm not taking my weave down. Okay. Then, what then, is that? Y'all going to write me up or something? Okay, ma'am. Do you not want your job? Yeah, I want my job, but this don't make no sense. You talking about personal appearance? I can understand y'all have a dress code and enforcing a dress code. That's one thing. But t- but uh, telling somebody to change their hair, you lost your mind, man. You're crazy. Ma'am, I'm not good. I have other people that I have to call. Bottom line is, get your hair down and get your butt into work tomorrow, and let's not go back and forth anymore, okay? Well, listen, Byron, you're lost your mind if you're thinking I'm taking my weave out. I'm not taking it out at all. Risa is coming up in there with her hair, and I'm going to sit down at my desk and do my Job. Y'all gonna have to drag me out that behind some weave. You done lost your mind. You and your powers that be or whoever they may be. You tell them that I said that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, listen. Are you telling me that you're coming in regardless with your hair on? You right? That's what I just said. Okay. You calling okay. me at home? Are you? Are you, are you then, then we need. To, why don't you go ahead and bring some boxes in because you may as I'm well pack your I'm not. You bring the. Ma'am, I don't want to have to pack you, get your stuff and box it up, and you're losing your job because you can't take your well, You know what? Down. You can do that because I'm going to call the, the news station and tell them you're dragging me out of the behind some weeds. Who wrong? You wrong. You wrong. You stupid behind some weeds. You, you need to watch your language, young lady. Why I need to watch my language? I'm at home. You call me on my own home phone on my time. I'm at my house. I'm not on your clock. I say what I want to say on my Phone. Okay, can I say what I want on my phone, and then I'll let you go, and you can come in to, to work any way you want to tomorrow. What is it, Bob, and what else you got to say? I want to tell I'm you this. I want to tell you that your girlfriend, Jennifer, at your job got me to prank phone call you. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. What the <laughs> you said? <laughs> I know you. <laughs> Hey, Reese, this is this is Nephew.
Matthew Tommy, baby, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Jennifer, your co-worker, got me to pray oh, phone call. You got my blood pressure up. I'm going to kill that <laughs> tomorrow, and I'm going to pull a whole weave out. You you want to come down there and watch me drag her out of the job? I'm mad. She wrong for this You know I got high blood pressure. You can't be doing that to me behind my weave. I pay too much money. I, that's my money I could be spending on my kids. Oh, ain't nothing like a black woman and her hair. <laughs> oh man okay baby i got one more thing to ask you girl what is the baddest and i mean the baddest radio show in the land well after this prank it has to be the steve harvey morning show god <laughs> it has to be it, it has, has to, to be, be. After this prank. yeah Serious about that head, baby. Oh, yes. You're going to have to drag me out. Mm-hmm. Straight up mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, Play man. too much, Tommy. I am not my hair. <laughs> that's right. That's that's what she said. April 2nd. Y'all got to come check me out. April 2nd on the OWN Network. Ready to Love is back with a brand new season. Season 4 at 9, 8 Central. You don't want to miss it. 20 singles looking for love. And, of course... Nephew Tommy, the host, will navigate you through another season where you will be just, oh, my God, you're going to be blown away. I got surprise after surprise after surprise. Oh, what I got, are the I got curveballs and throwing them. You just don't want to miss this, okay? That's yeah. April 2nd. April 16th through the 18th, it's the star dome. The fool comes out. That's right. See, I'm sexy sometimes, then I'm fool yeah. sometimes. See, sexy, then fool. You know, I, I, I know how to mix that thing up. All right, April 16th through the 18th, the Star Dome, Birmingham, Alabama, right in the middle of Magic City Classic. We will be there putting on a show. Get your tickets, they're on sale right now. Right now? I said right now. You the sexiest dude on TV, right? Pretty close, yeah, Junior. I just, I don't die. I'm close. I just don't see nobody else bringing it like that. Close to who? Well, I'm sexier than you. <laughs> All right, okay, cool. Okay, cool. Okay, that's one. Name somebody else. Junior listening what? on TV. I, yeah, Name somebody on TV you sexier than other than me. Anthony. That's my Anthony dog. who? Anthony. Anderson. Anthony Anderson. I'm more sexy than Anthony. Ask, ask Anthony when you see him. That when you talk to him. Why don't you pick somebody? No, don't pick me and Anthony. Pick pick somebody. <laughs> what you all over here with us for? No, so I like, you're, you're the richest person in the projects. What, what's Look, that, at the what's time. <laughs> Look at the time. We got to go. Thanks, nephew. Coming up next, the strawberry letter, am I in an open relationship? We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it's time now for the strawberry letter. But before we get into the letter, we got to say something about genius Aretha. Oh, it premiered last night. Cynthia mm-hmm. Erivo starred as Aretha. Yes. She's excellent, I must say. She can, she can sing act. and she act. Can, yes. yes, she can. And mm-hmm. she nailed it. She really did. I can't wait to see the upcoming um, uh, episodes. Courtney B. Vance, of course, played her dad, uh, Reverend Seal Franklin. So, I mean, it's I about Aretha. Ge- it's good. Yeah, it's really good. It's eight, it, I think it's eight episodes, Shirley. So they're going to mm, do it I over four wait. nights. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, span so it's a multi-part series like Shirley was saying mm-hmm. earlier it's good though mm-hmm. I watched it mm-hmm. last night go sit there favorite like singer it. Aretha yes Aretha. remember yeah we were all in Paris when we found out that she had passed away mm-hmm. and they were celebrating her in Paris all over the world Aretha oh, yeah, the so, queen yeah. mm, the queen, the queen. Oh, yes. so 
Yeah. All right. We'll be watching. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we definitely will. Genius Aretha. Um, Eight episodes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Eight episodes, Tommy. All right, so it is time now as we switch gears. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air just like we're going to read this one. See it right here, right now. All right. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, am I in an open relationship? Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 36-year-old married woman, and my husband just turned 40, so we, we, we went on a weekend getaway um, to Las Vegas with another married couple that we have known for years. We got to our hotel suite, and we were drinking and eating and having a good time, just the four of us. The guys went down to the bar around 11 p.m. for a nightcap. I was so tipsy and tired that I decided to lie across my bed until my husband came back. I woke up around 3 a.m. and my husband was not in the bed. I found him asleep on the couch and a girl was lying under him, almost hidden by his body. I shook her first and then him. They both had on their clothes, but I demanded some answers. He said she followed him upstairs because he wanted her to have a threesome with us. But I was passed out drunk. I started screaming so loudly, I woke up the other couple. They came running out, and a woman came out of the room with them. My husband Mm. took me into our room, and he told me that they all had a sex party, and he tried to wake me up, but I was out of it. He said he enjoyed himself, but he didn't go all the way with any of the women. He said he fooled around with the other wife that came with us, and her husband didn't care because... They've always had an open marriage. Before we got married, my husband and I had a menage a trois, but that was eight years ago. Now I feel guilty since I allowed this to happen before. I don't talk to the couple we went to Vegas with anymore, but my husband is still friendly with them. Am I in an open marriage? Please help. Well, honestly, no, you're not in an open marriage. Um, I don't think you're in an open uh, relationship. I think your husband thinks he's in an open relationship. And uh, he can't say it's because of what happened eight years ago. Don't even let him try that one. Because things change, people change. And if you guys, you know, haven't had any kind of sex with other people since then, I would say that that part of the marriage is over or the relationship is over. But maybe it's not with him. Obviously, it's not with him. Maybe it was always in the back of his mind. He just needed the proper setting, you know, to make that happen. Um, I, I don't think this was premeditated. I'll say that. Maybe the excessive alcohol is to blame. But... Um, Either way, he and your friends have some explaining to do. They really do, because you feel betrayed, you're mad, you're upset, you feel disrespected. And by all means, if you're against open marriages and swinging and menage a trois now and all that stuff, well, you got to let your husband know. He just can't assume, you know, just because you all go to Vegas together and uh, get drunk, you know, that you could just bring a woman into the room. You you can't do that in a marriage. Uh, 
he should know you better than that. And that's where I fault him. I fault him, of course, for doing it, but just assuming that you'd be okay with it. Um, yeah, he should know you better than that. And uh, you, you're definitely not in an open marriage. And I think if he wants to continue being married to you, uh, he, he's got to make that clear that you're not in an open marriage. And I don't blame you for not speaking to the other couple. Um, Steve? I, I, I don't know what letter uh, you read. <laughs> the question <laughs> is, am I in an open relationship? The answer is your ass is in a wide open ass relationship. In it, this ain't no marriage. Am I in an open relationship? No, ma'am. You in a wide open, wide open relationship. Everything in here. You're 36 years. You and your husband. He turned 40. Y'all went to Vegas with another married couple that y'all had known for years. Nah, you don't know I'm that good. We got that hotel room. We drinking and eating, having a good time, just the four of us. The guys went down to the bar at 11 for a nightcap. Who, who leave their room at 11 in Vegas? Mm-hmm. When you leave your room, I'm Vegas man. Yeah. I've been going to Vegas, one of my favorite places. When I was running and I left my hotel room at 11, it was to partake in the nightlife that is Vegas. Cigars, drinking. And And women, hold that thought. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Am I in an open relationship is the subject of today's Strawberry Letter. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter question and subject. Am I in an open relationship? Am I in an open relationship? Lady, you in a wide open relationship. <laughs> you in a, Your marriage is so open, it, it don't even have a dough on it no more. Oh, man. <laughs> this thing, you just, you in a cave. You with a cave with a with an opening. Matter of fact, it's really just a tunnel because it's an opening at the back too. Because you can come and go as you please. Yes, you in one. You 40, 36, 40. Y'all went on a Vegas weekend with another married couple, known for years. We got our hotel suite. We drinking and eating, having a good time. Just the four of us. Guys went down to the bar at 11 p.m. for a nightcap. Just the dudes went downstairs for a nightcap. Didn't y'all say y'all was upstairs drinking? Yeah. Y'all was just upstairs drinking. We going downstairs yeah. for a nightcap. Ain't said nothing about gambling, Mm-mm. which is the main attraction of Vegas. <laughs> no, they told you we going to get a nightcap. Mm-hmm. I was so tipsy and tired that I decided to lie across my bed until my husband came back. Now, Shirley said in her response, which could be true, that you could blame the alcohol for some of this. Yeah, well, but let's really think about the power of alcohol. Because I'm going to show you some things that alcohol can't do. Okay. First of all, I woke up around 3 3 a.m. and my husband was not in the bed. Alcohol can do that. You ain't in the bed at 3 o'clock. I found him asleep on the couch. Alcohol can do that. But here's what alcohol can't do. And a girl was lying under him. <laughs> what? See, to get the girl under you, you can't yeah. be drunk. 
You have to talk her into coming upstairs. Alcohol don't do that. Suave pimp player lines get the girl to come upstairs. And I'll go a little further that. And was laying almost hidden by his body. I shook her first and then him. What? I don't blame you on that. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I don't see how you got to wake her up first. But anyway, that's you. Uh, they both had their clothes on, but I demanded some answers. What? See, you're in an open marriage. You find your husband in your hotel room laying on top of a woman on a couch and you upstairs and you demanded some answers. What, what answer are you looking for? He laying on top of a woman's sleep. Mm-hmm. What answer could he have given you to fix it? Let's see. He said she followed him upstairs because he wanted her to have a threesome with us. You know why? Because he think y'all in an open marriage. But he talked a woman into this. She came upstairs, but I but you was passed out drunk. Now, this is where the confusion starts. I started screaming so loudly that I woke up the other couple. Hey. Now, alcohol don't wake you up. Alcohol make you fall asleep. But you done screamed so loud that you woke the other couple up. They came running out, and a woman came out the room with them. It's six of y'all in there now. It's six people in the same hotel suite. Where the alcohol at in this here? My husband took me into our room and told me that they all had a sex party. What? They all had a sex party, and he tried to wake me up, but I was out of it. He said he enjoyed himself. You know why he said that? Because he in an open marriage. Mm. So why else was that? We had a sex party. I would have never told that. <laughs> I'd have left it and I bought her up here for this threesome. You fell asleep. I fell asleep on top of her. End of it. What am I telling you we had a sex party for? Unless I'm thinking we in an open marriage. He said he enjoyed himself, but he didn't go all the way with any of the women. What? He lied. <laughs> He said he fooled around with the other wife that came with us and her husband didn't care because they've always had an open marriage. What? (laughs) Stop blaming this on alcohol. These are conscious, consensual decisions that's made by six adults. Before we got married, my husband and I had a menage a trois. Oh, you ain't had just one. Mm. See, this is where where she ain't telling the truth. You ain't had just one. But that was eight years ago. Now I feel guilty because I allowed this to happen before. I don't talk to the couple we went to Vegas with anymore. I guess not. But my husband is still friendly with him. Hell yeah, he's friendly with him. (laughs) (laughs) Fooled around with the man's wife. Am I in an open relationship? Please help. Yes, you are in an open relationship. And you want me to tell you why you're in an open relationship? Because this is your reaction. Your reaction to this whole thing is to write a letter. You're in an open relationship because you're still married to him. You're in an open relationship because you bought into the whole idea and you're now even blaming yourself for this to even happen. How did this become any of your fault if y'all had more than one menage a trois? Yeah, they so he thinking yeah. this just par right. for the course. Well, he know what the other right. couple was because he didn't talk to his dude about it. That's why the four of them came together. 
he went downstairs because he noticed what the dude do. Yes, okay. boy. Lady, um, you in an oh. open marriage all day long. All right. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Steve. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey Ooh. FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand, please. Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, Sports Talk with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys. Junior is here with Sports Talk. Junior, what you got? Oh, Shirley, listen, mm-hmm. in SWAC football news, Coach Prime and the Jackson State Tigers suffered their first loss Saturday Aww. to the Alabama State Hornets, 35-28. Man, you mm-hmm. saw the game, Tommy? I saw I'm the sorry. game. Good game, good game. You know, they you know? It, last minute, it was a tight game, though, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, that wasn't uh, the drama uh, started that, man. You know, that wasn't where Yeah, started. Prime's run, his running back stepped out of bounds on the run. He scored on that one, and they had to call that one back. Called it back. They, they in it. He three and one prime in there. Yeah, he's still in there, man. Well, after the game, Alabama State trolled Coach Prime. Now they posted a picture of Deion Sanders from his 1989 NFL Draft Day on the Jumbo scoreboard, man. No, and, uh, they ain't yeah. had to do that. They ain't had to do that, man. He's just a coach, but he's not playing. He just <laughs> lost. That was it. You didn't have to do Prime wow. like that. So Coach Prime said the trolling incident was childish. Now, do you guys think that's poor sportsmanship? Just it is. Yeah. Prime. yeah, it you know. is. Yeah, sure, yeah. a little pity. That was a little, was a little pity. pity. Yeah. You know, but it's prime. I mean, what 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 you mad at Prime for? Yeah, right. He the coach. Exactly. Exactly. He just the coach. He didn't play the game. He just coached the game. They lost. It's their first loss. I know. You know. But you know, it's Prime. He's in college. So, He's in college, college football. That's how they gonna do it. So this is this is Alabama State just gloating. Is that what this? Yeah. Is? Yeah. 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 What did they win. show, Junior? They put a picture of him from the 1989 draft. They put it on the scoreboard and played Must Be the Money. <laughs> that's cold. <laughs> you know, that's wrong, man. You ain't had that to do that. That was the jam, like though, that. back in the day. Bro. It was. <laughs> must be the money. Must be the hey, money. Hey, <laughs> must be the money. <laughs> Prime, go ahead, man. So, uh, Jackson State's next game is at home on April 3rd against Southern University. So, you know. All I know is Prairie View 2 and 0, and we ain't got but one more game. That's it. <laughs> our game, April 3rd, that's our last game. We played three games. This ain't even a full football season, Carl. <laughs> Who? Prairie View? That's Prairie View, three games. No, Prairie this View plays like a scrimmage. Jackson State <laughs> on April 24th. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be the third game. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we done oh, after that. <laughs> yeah, we done after that. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's it. My bad. We done. <laughs> three games. We're going to call it a whole season. <laughs> oh, okay. That's so we, yeah, we done after that. But uh, man, hang in there, Prime. Hold your head up, man. We still love you over here. We I know we love you, Prime. I'm going to a game. Forget that. I'm going. There. I'm going to a game. You gonna go to the PV game? Oh, girl. Ooh, ooh, it's gonna be hard to root for Prime then. Ooh, <laughs> I know. We be the only two in our purple yeah, goal. Everybody. We be purple goal. Call it making the most noise. <laughs> yes, screaming. For yeah. The Panthers. <laughs> I'll Look at dead you, at sorry. Mississippi Monica, though. Look at yeah. dead at On the other Monica. side, I feel like I don't know her. Like I don't work with her. <laughs> I swear to God. Who said hi? Monica? Oh, no, she didn't. <laughs> you don't want none of this? Yeah. All right. Today. Thank you, Junior. <laughs> We're moving on now. Coming up at the top of the hour, Motivation Monday it is. And we'll tell you about a 78-year-old powerlifting champion right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is Motivation Monday, and we got to tell you about Miss Nora Langdon. Miss Laura Langdon is not your average grandma. 
Listen, at 78 years old, Nora is a power lifting champion. Did you hear me? She is a power lifting champion who hopes to inspire others that it's never too late to get healthy. She works out at the Royal Oak Gym in Detroit several times a week. Her fitness began back in 2007 when she weighed over 210 pounds. With Mm. each gym session, she got stronger and stronger. She was building her strength. She is a retired uh, realtor, so she was gradually losing her weight. Now she's ranked one of Michigan's best power lifters in her age group. She holds dozens of state, national, and world records through her competition with the American Powerlifting Federation. She says, I've beat everyone from 60 years old up to my age. I have no competition. I love her confidence, don't you? I love her confidence, right? (laughs) And Nora has no plans to slow down. In fact, she's preparing for an upcoming competition with a goal lifting of uh, with a goal of lifting over a thousand pounds. Something that hasn't been done in her age bracket. Remember, she's seventy-eight years old. She said it keeps me motivated, and that's why I go. I'm strong now. I take no medication. I'm in good. Good health, and that's where I want to stay. Congratulations oh, to hey. you, hey, Nora, at oh, 78. Hey. That yeah, is man. wonderful. Yeah. So, Steve, I know you're into fitness. You're into that. So, ageless. so why is? Yeah, and you're ageless, right? And and why is it so important to you to be fit? I mean, well, listen. I mean, you only the two most important things we have are our time and our health. Mm-hmm. If you out of either one of those, you're in a world of trouble. So I do, I made a conscious effort to start investing in my health. Mm-hmm. Just like I invest in my clothes. Yeah. Right. You know, I'm always right. worried about how the outside of me look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, man, it's kind of crazy not to take care of the inside. And, mm-hmm. and it doesn't take a lot. It really, really doesn't. You know, people talk about, like, for example, you talk about eating organic food and stuff, and you go to Whole Foods and get organic food and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and then people start talking about the cost of organic foods. Right. Well... Let me ask you something. What you think costs more, organic foods or prescription meds? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So if you are what you eat, mm. Mm. Break it down. and like a doctor told me, he said, Steve, what you eat in your 40s, we were diagnosed for you in your 50s. What we diagnosed for you in your 50s, we would treat you for in your 60s. And whatever we're treating you for in your 60s, we will bury you for in your 70s. Oh, my gosh. Okay, that brings it home. (laughs) A doctor told me that. Uh Here it is again. What you eat in your 40s, we will diagnose for you in your 50s. What we diagnose for you in your 50s, we will treat you for in your 60s. He said, and whatever we're treating you for in your 60s, we will bury you for that in your 70s. So I started thinking, I said, wait a minute, man. I got to do better. That doesn't mean you you have to stop eating some of the foods you love altogether. Mm -hmm. But you've got to reduce the amount of it that you eat, and you've got to increase the amount of food that's good for your body. And you you can't, look, you can't turn back the hands of time. But you can definitely slow the aging process with exercise, stretching, yoga, and with the food you eat. 
you can slow it down. You don't have to just sit there and let age come take you away. That's my new initiative called Ageless. I'm telling you, it's going to be great. I'm going to show a lot of people what I spent money to figure out and offer it to you. Way cheaper than what I paid. (laughs) (laughs) Appreciate you for that. Yeah, thank you and Miss Nora out of Detroit at 78 Power Lifting. All right, so uh, we'll have more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming back up at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, pay close attention to this, okay? Following the announcement of his new partnerships with Adidas and Gap, several outlets were quick to crown Kanye West the richest black man in American history, stating his net worth to be $6.6 billion with a B dollars. Here's the problem. Forbes points out his net worth is closer to $1.8 billion and that these estimates are based on, quote, the magical thinking around sales that don't yet exist, okay? Mm, For him to be the richest black person in the U.S., uh, you know, they have to have all those sales and all Mm -hmm. of that to make him, you know, that biggest, uh, the richest person. Um, Actually... Uh, for the record, Vista Equities Robert F. Smith Robert is, Smith is worth six billion dollars, making him the richest black person in the U.S. Right, no. Steve? He's actually worth more than that. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, it's amazing how people do it. Look, Kanye's making a great deal of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's make this is not hate at all. Let me share something with you, and this is from talking with people with money. If you got eight hundred million dollars and a dude mm-hmm. got a billion dollars. There's nothing he can't buy that you can't buy. Nothing. Mm-hmm. That's nothing. Yeah. You're good. Nothing. Yeah. nothing. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> nothing. Please. And you really don't know his real. I, I, that's an all fair conversation. Okay. Well, congratulations <laughs> to Kanye. I'll take the check. Yeah. All, you all right. Thank you, Steve, for clearing that up. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All Hail the Queen, Academy Award nominee Cynthia Erivo stars as Aretha Franklin in Genius Aretha. National Geographic's Emmy-winning Genius series returns, and this season is all about the Queen of Soul herself. From Academy Award-winning executive producers Brian Grazer and Ron Howard, and created by Pulitzer Prize winner Susan Laurie Parks, also starring Emmy winner Courtney B. Vance. Find out how the Queen earned her crown in Genius Aretha. New episode tonight at 9, 8 central on National Geographic. In today's entertainment news, first, Carla, um, Carla's in here with today's music news. I'm so excited about this. Go ahead, Carla. <laughs> All right, drum roll, please, Dave. Steve Harvey. Huh? The next versus battle is set. Uh-oh. Earth, wind, and fire. <laughs> what? Look at his face. Uh-huh. Versus uh-huh. the Isley Brothers. Oh. I'm oh, in. Easter Sunday, April 4th. What? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pull yourself together. That's gonna you be a good one, man. to be lying. <laughs> no. Girl, versus what? <laughs> Earth, Wind, and Fire versus the Isley Brothers. April 4th, Easter Sunday. Cha. Are you the first person this I is, thought about? <laughs> this is only the second. 
battle that I didn't even gave a damn about. <laughs> Gladys and Patty killed yeah. it, uh-huh. crushed it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Did you say yes. Earth, Wind, and Fire? Yes, sir. Versus the damn Isley Brothers? I did. I said that. Yeah. April 4th. You talking about the Isley Brothers that has 23 platinum albums? The very one. <laughs> you talking about one. that damn living legend himself, Ronald Isley? Yes, sir. Who is a personal friend of mine? Yes, sir. <laughs> Against. The greatest damn group ever formed. Yes. (laughs) The elements of the universe. Earth, wind, and fire. I I know the battle. What? What? (laughs) How do you think the battle ought to go? (laughs) Shirley, name, 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 name a song by any of them, and I'm going to tell you what they're going to come back with. Uh, Let's see. Um, Okay, Between the Sheets, Isley Brothers. Between the Mm. Sheets. Uh Uh-huh. Love's Holiday. Oh, okay. Footsteps in the dark. Footsteps in the dark. Can't hide love. (laughs) Woo! Okay. uh. (laughs) Make me say it again, girl. Come on, Shirley, let's go. Make me say it again, girl. (laughs) Reasons. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Uh, I mean, right there. Their ass is battling. Yes. That's a battle right there. Pick up the pace a little bit. What you want? Okay, groove tonight. Let's groove tonight. Earth, Wind, and Fire. I want to groove. No, let's groove tonight. No, that's Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, said that's Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, I thought you was talking about the Isaac Brothers. With, I want to groove with <laughs> you. <laughs> September, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, fight the power. Sep- fight the power. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, Coming up, it is our last break of the day on this Monday. And, of course, we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are. Last break of the day on this Monday. First Monday in spring 2021. Mm -hmm. Uh, As Junior so eloquently stated earlier uh, this morning in his poem. Eloquently. Yes. I don't know where y'all was at. I did Eloquently? <laughs> yes, yes. Ring a ding ding is nothing <laughs> elegant about that. And Bessesis. <laughs> yeah, the best the Bessesis did bother me. I, I have to admit yeah. that. It did. Best- it did. Yeah, Junior wrote a poem about spring. Yes, he it. did. The first, yes, yes, first day It of may spring. be on social media, Instagram. Unbelievable. And why not? And why not? Yeah. I mean, Carla, it's doing me. Unbelievable. When you like Alabama State, huh? Yeah. And before we get out of here, guys, we have to say, Happy birthday to our colleague, Steve's one of your bestest friends, your best friend, Jay Anthony Brown. It is his birthday Happy today. Birthday, Happy Jay. birthday, Jay. We love you. Watch out there now. Watch out there now. Yeah, yeah, Jay. Hotter than a mofo. Yeah, happy birthday, birthday boy. Just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All good. Yep. Well, it was Monday. It was quick mm-hmm. Monday. Yeah, it was. It was fun. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like Mondays anyway. Hey, you know something, in my closing remarks, I want to ask a question. 
because I was thinking about this. You know, I was just thinking about the, the hate crimes against Asians. Yeah. Here is the question. And this is kind of my closing remarks, but I'm kind of opening up this as a question, too. Mm-hmm. In this country, I'm talking about the United States of America. Yeah. Why is it that people who aren't white mm. have to always be subject to hate crimes by some whites who are white? You know, I was just thinking about mm-hmm. that in my own way. Because we live in a racist country. Yeah. yeah, but in this country, why is it simply because you're not white that you have to be subjected to some form of hate, crime, racist, or bigotry by some, and I'm saying this, some whites who are white. What is it about the thought of their skin color that makes that that's a right to superiority? And I, I have to say, man, that it's a failing in these people. People who are racist based on skin color, mm-hmm. there's a failure in them as people. See, somehow you have to make a person feel less than you in order for you to feel like you're better than them. But isn't that the very definition of racism? Your race mm-hmm. thinking that you're superior to other races, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's definitely yeah. a form of it. Yeah. You know, it's def- it's so much behind it. It's all entitlement. That's a, that's a form of it, too. It's a lot of things that lead us to this, man. And it's really sickening because I look at the sadness and the sickness. And what Donald Trump did was he pulled the curtain back. And really unveiled and gave and and got rid of this false narrative that we were going getting better as a country, and we're not. We're not getting better as a country. We're getting better and slicker at hiding it. We've gotten better and slicker at systemic racism. We've gotten better and slicker, and then now they just can't even hide it. Now, because of the election. Now they want to make it hard as they can for black precincts to vote. Yeah. They're mm. openly admitting that voter suppression needs to come into play. Yeah. And we've got to get aware, folks, of what's going on. Because I have given up hope that this country is going to become non-racist. I've given that up. Hmm. I thought when President Barack Obama became president, and it did prove that there are a lot of great people in this country who are not of a person of color. That it did prove. The Black Lives Matter movement proved that there are a lot of fine people in this country who are not of color. It proved that. Mm-hmm. And I've always said that, well, and that's we know good. That. Yeah, all but black people aren't good, all white people aren't bad. There we are so yeah. much more hatred than we even thought. I mean, I'm really not surprised, but I am kind of surprised because this last turn of events with Donald Trump 
has really shown me, especially from the Republican Party and the Senate, how much they really do care about position, power, and money. Yeah. In that they have sacrificed everything Mm -hmm. and anything to hold on to it, even if they know it's dead wrong. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's it's really sickness, Mm -hmm. man. So I'm saying to us, we have got to continue as we did this last election to become a very, very powerful voting block. Because right. we can stop a lot of this. Because they they catching hell right now. That Senate race in Georgia, that upset them. Oh, you, boy, you don't. I was on a golf course this weekend. I heard some comments this weekend. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, there's some people mad about this. So we got to keep share. voting. We got to keep doing. I ain't got the time right now. <laughs> that's gonna make me mad. And that's gonna require a whole nother. A whole oh, okay. other closing remarks. <laughs> but we got God and God got us, and that's all that's yeah. important. And no matter He's what, sovereign. we're going to be fine. Y'all keep talking to God, everybody. Love to hear from you. Y'all have a great day today. We'll see you tomorrow. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 